0: Thank you. out of the rut podcast this is episode 10 very excited to have all you joining us uh today uh in the studio with producer joe and i uh we've got the polish king and uh i've been excited about this for a long time because I've, I've known you for quite some time but I got to know, like, I, I know your real name. <laughs> you, do, you do. You do. I, I want, where'd the Polish thing come from? Because it's, it's like a, it's an alter ego. It of sorts, is, man. Well. It's grown
1: all on its own pretty much after uh, about two years ago, I guess it was now. Maybe a little bit longer. But uh, it started out with uh, just doing my regular day job. I was a uh, delivery f- guy for uh, Art Van Furniture. No, okay. No doubt. And uh, good money. Good, good, good gig. A lot of workout. Um, happened to deliver to somebody in my neck of the woods, which is Jenison. Jennison hudsonville
0: area and uh it was uh eric zane no, from the uh, f- at the yeah. time the free beer and hot wing show
1: well it, or was that no before? that was after that he had his okay. own thing going yeah, okay yep yeah, yeah, but uh no he was on that for quite a while yeah you're not wrong there but yeah no it was after that he had his he had his um thing on the radio as his own show but um so i ended up showing up there and I'm tatted out with it. You know, that yeah. I, it's, it's Polish, this Polish, that Falcon, that yeah. nicknames on the arms and all that good stuff. So it's, it's not hidden by any means, yep. but, um, he saw that and he goes, no shit. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, what's going on? And he's like, dude, his face lit up. He got all excited. He's like, you're the Polish King. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's me. And he's like, no way. And I'm like, yeah, what's up? And he goes, dude, you are so famous. You don't even know. I'm like, are you kidding Tell, talk to me here. Okay. Tell me, tell me the story. And he's like, you got to know this. And I'm like, all right. So he's telling me, you know, there was an incident. I had the hot rod,
0: the black hot rod. Okay. You, you've seen it once or twice, I think. I don't think I've seen it. No? Not, okay. You may have showed it to me in your garage. I don't, okay. I don't it's remember. It's very it.
1: possible, but uh, it was big old white Polish tat on the back window. And okay. And it said Polish King. Okay. Big bold letters because I'm loud and I'm proud. <laughs> but uh, so anyway, so I'm going down the road and that thing's just a beast. <clears throat> And he happened to be in the lane next to me or something, and I didn't know it. But uh, yeah, you know my, my personality. I don't play games with too many people. I, it's either me or sure. nobody. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it, it happened to be a big old truck at the time, and we got balls to balls, and uh, he blew a little coal in my face. <laughs> and it, it irritated me just a touch, let's just say that. And, uh, Zane witnessed the whole thing. Okay. So he was talking on the radio the next day. He goes, this fool in this car, yada, yada, and got cold blown on him and got pissed off. And he goes, I don't know what the Polish King is. So then here, you know, about six months later, I'm at his house. No, And kidding. he's like, dude, you have a following. He shows me all this social media. You know me. I'm not on social media. Yeah, for so sure. I don't follow any of that. And he goes, look at this, look at this, look at this. So we got our picture taken together and he posted it all over the place. And it just, it took legs on its own at that point, kind of. But yeah, it's... It stemmed off of uh,
2: me being me, basically. That's yeah, awesome. Road.
1: That's cool.
2: For so. any car fans, what kind of hot rod?
1: <clears throat> well, not not like old sc- old school hot rod, but okay. we were talking uh, like a two thousand four mm-hmm. Pontiac Grand Prix GTP nice. Comp yeah. G Series, all all decked out. Man, I mean just. Just all, all murdered out. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it had balls to it. It had nice. some serious, and it had. It sounded like a V8. It was a beautiful thing. All That's black. Super cool. Yeah.
0: Nice. Yep. So, so the thing with Eric Zane. Uh, what what year was that approximately?
1: Oh, uh, we're looking at what three years ish, two years ish now. So. Where are we, 2020? What a 2020. year, huh? <laughs> yeah. What a <laughs> fucking year, dude. So we're looking at probably uh, 2018 or so. Okay.
0: So not too long ago. So yeah. that was his podcast that you- Could have been. That he does in his yeah. house, I believe. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yep, yep, yeah. Yeah. Because yep. after- I thought that was radio, but yeah. Yeah. So he, you know, I really haven't kept up with Please him Please keep off cell phones on silent. <laughs> oh, come on. We're not church shows. <laughs> oh, see, there it is again.
2: Polish King just popped up. Though. Oh, yeah. there it is. Um, actually- you do keep hitting the table, and that keeps ringing stuff. So, if you okay. could try and refrain from that, gotcha. it would be great. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah, hands I understand. Uh, you talk with your hands. I can tell that already. Uh, yeah, no words. Yeah,
0: not the Italian King, but <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs> no, But you you can hammer it for emphasis, though. Yeah. Like when I, uh, I'll even make it sound good afterwards. When I make fun of the Detroit Lions in my NFL segment, <laughs> they suck. <laughs> nice, nice. But uh, for sure, but yeah. So, uh, so Eric Zane, he. Uh, so he was on the Freebird and Hot Wings show. Now, um, he's, uh, he's, uh, my, uh, old co Scott is a big fan of his. I think he's doing like a podcast now or something. Yeah. But he also yep. does like all of the, um, the, that's uh, not the broadcasting, but the, uh, the AV stuff for the Griffins where he's gonna like say, he's the big guy in the Griffins. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Big with the Griffins for yep. sure. He's yep. the guy <laughs> on the, on the, um, like doing the announcer. Or yeah. yeah the the announcer. Yep. There you go. Yeah. He's got a great. He had perfect voice for he, it. He has
2: know. an awesome voice. Yeah,
0: for sure. Perfect 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 voice for it. And we were uh, the last Griffins game we went to was right before all this this the shit the shit show started uh back in December and we went to a Griffins great game and uh I we were sitting on the ice front row and like two seats over from me is Eric Zane like in the glass <laughs> yeah, like yeah, calling yeah. the game and stuff. That's so I, cool, that was awesome. For sure. But um so you're, you know, I I'll, I'll say this. I'll 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 kind of bring you in with this. So I remember you I met you almost uh summer of 2019, so about 18 months ago. yep, yep. And just randomly out of the blue and uh based on some mutual interest that we have in the <clears throat> athletic world, uh we've been, you know, working out together for the last year and a half or yep, so. Yep, for sure. And one thing that you told me is that you're, uh, two two parts to this, uh, I'm going to, you're really big into the crypto thing. That's me. Yeah, that's sure. you. Yep. Um, well, but first off, I want to, what I think was super interesting was back in, uh, I want to say it was the end of last year, you kept telling me that in six to eight months, there was a complete financial collapse that Absolutely. was coming. Yep. And based on what I was seeing in the financial world, I didn't see it. And- my my reasoning was I was looking at the numbers and uh, you had access to some different information because it wasn't there wasn't a mortgage bubble that burst there wasn't a there was no science telling no pretty th- much as far as how the markets were for laying sure themselves yeah. yeah and it seemed like you kind of had your ear to the ground of that so what take me back to uh, like end of September <clears throat> October last year what were what were you kind of seeing that led you to believe that you know we're gonna we're in for a shit show in twenty twenty okay so we did kind of have bubbles coming up. We definitely
1: did with the uh, student loans. That was a big one. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. There was a definite bubble with that. Um, And then if you really dig in deep with the crypto world, you start to understand why crypto was created. And then
0: you have to follow the rabbit hole down. Okay. Real quick, before we get into the super technical stuff. Sure. Pretend that I'm a 60-year-old old old white. I don't know what crypto is. And- (laughs) Explain to Sounds me. Sounds like you're making as, fun of me now. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, no, you're the hip one in this. No, in this you, situation, you're the expert on this. So I'm, I'm somebody who doesn't know what crypto is, or I'm, I'm, I might have heard it. You know, Bitcoin that went up to 19 grand a couple years ago. Yep. Yep. Uh, t- explain to me as a brand new person what crypto is. All right.
1: <clears throat> in a basic sense, crypto was developed in order to take control away from the powers that be because at that point then all of our hard-earned money is just distributed as they they choose to amongst themselves or amongst some friends and the control aspect is financing of wars okay so my uh, my stand is i'm gonna say it anarchist okay but by the true sense of the word all right so it's those who don't believe in somebody ruling or controlling over them. Sure. You're in control of yourself. Live your life your way. Live by the goal of the rule, more or less, you know, just sure. yourself,
0: mind your own. But Also very libertarian. Yeah,
1: it is. It's yeah. in a sense, yeah. I mean, both words have a, a negative connotation to them, but to the true sense of what sure. they are, they're, they're, they're a genuine thing. So. Yep. Um, but yeah, so it, it starts with taking the power away from those who create the problems, okay? And money, money, the dollar bill. Okay. Then you got to look at the sense that, and I'm, I'm going to get back on track, trust me. Okay. It's going to be, <clears throat> there's nothing back in the dollar. So it's a debt. There, the gold was taken off the reserve at, in the 70s with Nixon and all that kind of stuff. But, yep. So we've been piling debt forever. Yep. Okay. Now they've also had, in their sense of planning, we'll call it, they've had different scenarios that they practice. And they they're quiet about it, but they do announce it. Who is they? Okay, so we'll start with like event two hundred one, which happened in Sep- well, October of last year. Okay, and that was the Bill Gates Foundation. I mean, I don't want to get
0: you in some shit. Here's the thing, I <clears throat> so I I pulled a lot of people. Everybody that's listening to my podcast, I asked, I asked them three questions: What did you like about it? What didn't you like about it? And what's something that like that would interest you in the future? And one theme that I'm getting back pretty consistently is get somebody controversial on okay, your show. Okay, well, here you are. Let it fly, motherfucker. All right, let's, <laughs> let's do this. You let me do it
1: now, buddy. All right, we're going to get ugly. We're going to get ugly.
0: We're going to get ugly. <laughs> okay. For better or Bill, worse. Bill Gates Foundation.
1: All right, so we had them, and then we had, um, gosh, there's multiple universities. I mean, if, if what I got to say is, Look up event two hundred one. Okay, event two hundred one. Yes, okay. because that's going to give you a real insight on what's going on with this COVID situation as well. Okay, pre-planned, laid out, numbers line up. That it was destined to be this way, and it's a birthday gift to two different people: Jeff Bezos and to uh, uh, Bill Gates.
0: Yeah, and according to their uh, their their net worth growth in the last twelve mm-hmm. months, I you can make a pretty strong argument whether or not you know even if it's, <clears throat> you if you don't believe that they had anything to do with this. Uh, you can still make... I mean, it's obvious that they benefited from it.
1: Absolutely, for sure. Okay, so jumping back on track here. So, okay, in 2008, we we experienced that bad mortgage crisis. Correct. Okay. In 2009, Bitcoin was created, and it was to avoid the same situation to happen again. Okay. Where it just kind of rolled over people. They were losing houses. People were killing themselves, you know, just getting ugly situations. They couldn't help themselves. Real quick, do we know who
0: created Bitcoin?
1: It's a... it's a pseudonym, and that's uh, Satoshi Nakamoto. Okay, but there is high speculations. I've got two really good sources that are very, very deep in the game. That I do believe I know who it is, but whoever created it is irrelevant. Okay, so th- let's just keep that. That's fine. Yep. That's yep.
2: like the theme of, of crypto, basically. Yep. yep.
1: Keep the anon- the anonymity. Mm-hmm. Yep, for sure. Yep. The power to the people is right. basically what yep. it is. Yep. We regain control of our lives. So that we're not controlled. Um, But yeah, so let's get into the signs that pointed to the collapse. All right. So we had the bubble over and over again. There's a thing called Shemitah in the Jewish world, okay? And that's a reset. And it's a reset of every seven years, which is what bankruptcy is based on. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's why there's a seven-year rule for bankruptcy. Interesting. Yeah. So there's a lot to that as well. Shemitah? Shemitah.
0: Hebrew. Well, yeah, Hebrew, Jewish, okay, yep, same lines, kind of. Yep. I blur them. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ju- Jewish is the people; Hebrew is the language. Okay, so so yes. it's, it's the culture. Yes, yep, yeah,
1: for sure. All right, I got gotcha.
0: you. Um, but yeah, I mean, the the
1: shemitah is a seven year process, and typically you can expect some type of downfall every seven years. We're way overdue. Yeah,
0: we. Yeah, and and it even was, a lot of the the pundits knew that. Like mm-hmm. you know they— Mark, You know, every five to seven, maybe 10 years, you know, we're, we were due for a dip. For sure. We did not see the, no, the market got absolutely lamb. Inflated. Lamb- yeah. Well, Just, it was definitely inflated, but mm-hmm. it got hammered back in March. Yep. So, yep. go ahead.
1: But yeah, no, I mean, it was, I can't take credit all on my own, obviously, because sure. I mean, I've got a lot of roots outside the country, even that, you know, are heavy into, okay, crypto plays... On a level different, but along the same lines as our economic system. Yeah. So our markets can kind of tell, but crypto is starting to break away from that. Okay. So monitoring the crypto situation, you can kind of feel the fear that's in the world as far as our financial system. Mm -hmm. And to know that that's coming well in advance kind of lets you prepare. Mm -hmm. The computerized learning system that they have out there, which is very heavily implemented and integrated into the crypto world too. Yeah, you can definitely see what's going to happen before it happens for sure. And I mean, on other betting sites, you can bet against the play or with the play if you reference this site. For so sure, it's interesting. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Well, the only thing the only thing that makes me skeptical. I'm not. I'm not skeptical no, about it. it but the, I do know that uh, like the TV broadcast with MLB is all on. It's either fifteen or thirty second delays because of the sure. the shit with the Astros sure. because the Astros so Joe doesn't know what what went on with the Astros
2: I'm not a sports person at all. <laughs> so
0: back in 2017 I want to say, mm-hmm. the Astros played the lost they were doing this the whole season and a lot of people in MLB knew. But basically what they were doing is they they had cameras trained on the catcher and these cameras were um there there are two parts to it. They had there is a camera well no they were watching the the live broadcast in the in the in the tunnel under the dugout and what they would do is they would watch the catcher signs and if they picked up an off-speed pitch which if you if you're you're not a baseball guy so an off-speed pitch would be like a curveball or a changeup something that's not a fastball
2: so the basically like something like you would consistently throw a fastball and then you change it to throw the the batter off so
0: yeah so or. the pitcher the, the what the pitcher wants to do is he wants to mix it up enough to where you don't know what's coming mm-hmm. that's the goal so if 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 the the hitter doesn't know what's coming he's going to have a harder time hitting the ball if, unless he knows it's fastball coming and then he can kind of time it up. Yeah. Um, but what they were doing is they were looking for off-speed pitches in the catcher signs and they were banging a trash can. So mm. you could literally hear it. Um, uh, John Boy did a great analysis of this. He's one of my favorite baseball guys but he did it like like a season long analysis where you're watching the, like you're watching it on TV. Catcher puts down a two and you hear something banging like on live TV. Wow. So this was going on for a long time. And it got to the point where they were uh, they were alleged to have done it in the World Series. They won the World Series. Mm, they wow. were they were alleged, and this never actually got proven. But there is enough evidence. There's like a lot of circumstantial evidence that some of the players were wearing buzzers and in, like mm. inside their jerseys. So when it got, got too loud in the stadium, uh, somebody could just hit a little button and it, they would get a little something vibrate on their side or their yeah. belt or something that was um, let them know I that an off. Know that. Yeah, so. <laughs> Altuve, when he hit that walk up walk off against Chapman, yeah, um, in the in the ALCS, mm-hmm. I think it was two years ago, um, he's rounding third base and his teammates are like crowding crowding the plate or whatever, and he's screaming at them like he just hit a, a game winning home run in the a walk off bomb in the ALCS, and he's screaming to his teammates, "Don't rip my shirt off." Like you can you can see him. Yeah, out for there. sure, for sure. So he's hiding something. For yeah, sure, for sure. And his excuse was that his wife would get mad at him if right, he was in right, because right, he's, so he's damn Mexican. Sexy, yeah, yeah, it be, that, that, yeah, it's a Mexican thing. <laughs> right. But but and then the third thing was they um what they were doing is they had they would watch teams film mm-hmm. and they had an algorithm that they would put the, the catcher signs into mm-hmm. and so they would um they would be able so they could crack the code because yeah. other teams started figuring out how these astros are fucking cheating all the time mm-hmm. so we're gonna try to make our signs harder to understand mm-hmm. so they had somebody with an excel sheet watching the games and running it and running man. an algorithm that's through the way it. to do it i want to blow you up on this and you, okay okay gematria what do you know about gematria i've never heard that You've word never before. heard that word no oh dude you're gonna
1: love this okay go okay, ahead so this is how all sports are scripted okay you ready for this I'm ready for this <clears throat> all right I knew that Bellinger was going to hit a home run on pitch number seventy-three because the L.A. Dodgers equals seventy-three. It was a big number through the whole series. On pitch seventy-three, Clayton they Kershaw,
0: the dude on pitch seventy-three, yes, Clayton
1: Kershaw got second place for uh, strikeouts. And then two games, three games later, on pitch seventy-three, he got the record. Okay. Seventy-three shows up throughout the whole series because it's a Dodgers series. Okay, check this out. The numbers also lined up on game one that Clayton Kershaw pitched. Thirty-two years old, thirty-two years ago, they won the World Series as the Dodgers in '88. The numbers don't lie on these games, man. It's that's just like I, I told you. I'm like I'm betting into this stuff, but I'm, I'm 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 learning this new thing. Yeah, like there are some experts out there right now that are just calling this shit like there's no tomorrow.
0: And they missed on the Ravens though. Well, that was me. Oh, that was that just was you. me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like
1: I said, I'm I'm new yeah. at this. I'm not, thing. I'm not
0: high. On, I'm not high on Lamar Jackson. So when I saw Steelers plus plus 4 I was like fuck give me the points
1: there was so. yeah okay there was also throughout the whole series it was lined up that 50 was going to be a big thing and then 42 was also going to be a tribute to Jackie Robinson's okay okay now with well
0: 50 is Mookie Betts number exactly and, yep. and they're going to make him series. they're going to yeah. make
1: him the new Jackie Robinson it's a tribute to him okay so with 42 kept on showing up as well throughout the series it was um, they won the world series on the day that Jackie Robinson was buried which was a tribute to him. The game before they won four to two, which equals six, so it was going to end in
0: game six. They won the four, and they won the series four to two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. Another interesting two. thing. So, and this is random. This has nothing. Chadwick, the guy that played Jackie Robinson. Yeah, yeah He's he's died on died on Jackie Robinson. Like the, yes, on Jackie Robinson well, it day gets in the deeper than that
1: because Malcolm X, the producer. No, not Malcolm X. What's the dude's
2: name? The producer of that movie?
1: No, no, no. no. The producer. Uh, he's controversial. He's black. He. Martin Luther King.
0: No, <laughs> <laughs> no he's Gandhi. Oh, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Gosh,
1: man, Harry Black, dude.
0: Oh Spike Lee Spike Lee There you yeah. go hairy one. I like it man You follow my it's thoughts like Spike Lee, Lee or Esau thing, right? Like I couldn't <laughs> figure out Which one it was
1: So <laughs> anyways He was wearing uh, A jacket That attributed to Jackie Robinson When It was a picture Of when That um, actor What's his name Chadwick Chadwick died with a, something, some tribute to him or something like that. He was wearing the Jackie Robinson jersey, which I, I guess you could put it to the fact that it was the movie that he was in, whatever. But it was all a long tribute. There's there's numbers behind all of this that could back it all up, man. It's it's just this gematria thing is something pretty insane. But it doesn't it just apply to sports. Like so I,
2: basically, the this this whole theory like is that um, so that number the numbers that exist in life it can explain everything. Absolutely, okay. they they're, they're
1: it's based off of a Jesuit language of letters and numbers hmm. are words and they believe that god created the world with numbers letters and words so it's a code of life that you can decode things um gosh like we had the year big of the football, so we had the philadelphia phil or phil, philadelphia, philadelphia philadelphia eagles and the uh, new york giants playing the night of the very final debate for the presidential election yep which was the two states that both um presidential candidates are from new york and pennsylvania yep so that was a tell sign because I, I don't have the numbers in front of me but the carry was like 16 yards on the first play where joe biden can become the 16th certain type of president did you get that message i sent to you through our little uh, message yes. app yep did you take a look at the number codes
0: it was that the picture yeah dude that picture wouldn't load No? No. I could see it. like I could see the image of it in in small, but when I clicked on it to make it big, I couldn't see it. I got you. So
1: what I'm going to do then is I'm going to pop this over to you, and I just want you to take a peek at this for about 30 seconds.
0: So I see Donald Trump's 74th birthday was June 14th. The election is 142 days after his birthday. Coronavirus equals 142. What does that mean? So each letter is assigned a
1: number value according to the alphabet, okay? I see what you're so saying. So it's numerology to a sense, okay. but it's better than numerology.
0: Virus equals forty six. Biden can become the forty sixth president. The narrative would be Trump would mishandle the virus. Uh that is the narrative, that's not the truth. Um the election is on his hundred and forty third day of his age on eleven three. Scottish, right? A Freemasonry equals one forty three. Scottish equals one thirteen. So this is just like the, the number the letters being numbered in the alphabet. Like exactly well, a, right. a, yep. a is yep. one, so, Z is twenty six. Yeah, and you can do a reverse ordinal. Them. Yep.
2: Yep. And then And then words are added each individual di-
0: like so each letter is converted to a number and then added across the word.
2: Right. Okay.
0: Uh the election is three hundred forty nine days after his birthday, or a span of three fifty. Uh, 350 days and 50 weeks. America equals 50. Donald Donald equals 50. Pope Francis, okay. So there's um, a Pope play. Okay. Pope, 83rd birthday was December 17th, 2019. Something else happened on December 17th, um, 2019. The election is 46 weeks after his birthday. Catholic equals 46. Biden can be, okay. Um, There's only been one Catholic president to date, which was JFK. Who was assassinated? <laughs> okay, there's something in there about that too. Catholic equals 35. JFK was killed at age 46. Pope Francis equals 59. Oh, this is the 59th U.S. presidential election. In the 50 something of the current modern age. Yep. Pope Francis is 83. <clears throat> election equals 83. Okay, so the numbers say Joe Biden. I say a bunch of dr- drunk runnecks are going to come out. And look down Trump. I don't. Out. I
1: don't. I don't play the politics game, but yeah. it's just an interesting fact that you can start digging into some numbers and start finding some uh, correlations that are pretty deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and has some strong ties. And like I said, this is this is more or less what I've been using to uh, try to play the games. Okay, and learn learn the, learn the language behind what's being played out. For sure, some of these fumbles and stuff like that are just they're, they're nuts, man. Yeah.
0: So we talked a little bit about you. You saw some stuff coming with the bubble and yeah. uh, all that that stuff why do you think crypto is so important to have these days wow okay so i think a
1: lot of people like i said i'm not in social media so i'm not familiar with a whole lot of it but i hear a lot of different things yeah um, i think a lot of people get tracked uh ads things like that it gets annoying um so obviously there's a, there's a personal information leak more or less which is an invasion of privacy i think you can make the argument that you know that violates A lot of different aspects of somebody's security. Mm -hmm. So crypto was designed to be an anonymous source of protection for yourself. But a misconception is because of all the quantum computing now that Bitcoin is anonymous. It's anonymous to a sense, but it's not completely anonymous. It's like practically anonymous. You can track with the blockchain, which is where a lot of the technology lies and Mm -hmm. cannot be... um, manipulated. On the blockchain, you can follow Bitcoin from X, Y to Z. Okay, So if you purchased it with cash on a debit card, that Bitcoin can be tracked to you and followed all the way through if you bet with it, if you buy something illegal with it, whatever, so they can track you. There are anonymous coins out there and those are privacy coins. And those are going to be very, very, very important in the future. Like I'm talking after 2025. Why is that? There's going to be a financial revolution let's call it okay is kind of what the, the the feel for the the ground is don't have a reason to determine what it is or how it will come about i have a feeling on a personal level that because of the covid they're they're doing this contract contact tracing that they want to put in place okay yep. which is basically find out what everybody does see where everybody's at track everything determine whether or not people will or will not have the ability to Buy, sell, whatever, because it's UBI, the universal basic income that they've been talking about.
0: Yeah, it's been a hot, it was a hot topic uh, during the Democratic primary. Haven't heard much about it since they nominated one. Right now, with that involves digital money. Okay, they're talking. If you look into
1: these these bills that are being passed, they're talking about the digital dollar. And in order for us to compete with China as a world power, China's already got the digital yuan out there. Mm-hmm. So we need to step up our game as the United States with a digital dollar.
0: I I have read a lot of things... like like Forbes is talking. Like this is not no it's this not. Is not controversial at all. Like the, mm-hmm. there are like the Fed is experimenting with a, with the digital dollar. Absolutely. So like y- you're 100% on base when you're talking about that.
1: Right. Now, following this through, once you have a digital wallet, it's like a basic on and off switch, like a 1 and 0. Like a binary, okay? Okay. So, you're given government money to survive. Okay. Because businesses will get shut down. It's going to be a corporate takeover. So you have to rely on corporations to provide for you. Okay. So you take these businesses out. Now you have all these people that were once successful, no longer can be successful. So they have to rely on those who give out universal basic income, digital dollar. If you try to buy something that doesn't fit along the lines that they want you to have, your money can get shut down. Yep. Same thing that they have over in China right now. If you have a di- you have like a social score, credit score.
0: That's that's creepy.
1: Yes. I've heard about that. Now, if you do something outside of the guidelines that they set, your social credit score goes down, and then therefore you can be shunned or blocked or stopped from doing certain activities that you choose to do. Like like jaywalking. Yeah, for sure. Just simple stuff, man. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. If it goes against their, their will and you're the one who bucks the system, mm-hmm. they have an opportunity digitally to shut off your funds. hmm That's why the privacy coins that I talk about and we'll get into a little bit are going to be so important because they cannot track who has those in order to turn them on or turn them off. Again, Bitcoin is the place to be. Bitcoin is the place to start to learn the stuff. Bitcoin is the stuff to hold on to to an extent. So a lot of people think crypto, oh, what do I know about crypto? I've heard Bitcoin. And then it ends there. I urge people to look into this stuff. When it comes to this, because if your finances mean something to you, to everybody, it should matter because that's your livelihood, and you feel the reach of the government coming on stronger and stronger through the course of these years. There's not going to be a line that they're going to cross. They're going to just completely wipe it away.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And You want to be able to do what you want to do in life and have the ability to provide or have the ability to, you know, buy a painting, buy a pack of cigarettes. Yeah. And when if they outlaw smoking. Not only will I be pissed, but <laughs> if they all love smoking... You're moving to Mexico. Well, let's not, let's not go too far where I'll be at. But yeah, it's probably not going to be in the U.S. for sure. But um, at that point, though, you, know, you want to have a pack of cigarettes or you want to buy some booze or something or have a beer with a buddy and they don't want you to, mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to. So you're going to want to have, for the digital age that we're going into, you're going to want to have privacy available for your funds. Sure. So a privacy coin makes sense.
0: Yeah, one thing I was...
1: Uh, go ahead. Continue. 2025, go ahead. You look into the World Economic Forum. Okay. 2025 is the end date set in stone for everything to be turned to digital money across the world. There is an actual date. I think it's
0: May 21st, 2025. I may be wrong on the May 21st, but it's close to that. And in order for that to happen, we really would have to, because the United States, is uh, to me, and I know there are a lot of People who are critical about the United States and say that we have a, fas- a facade of freedom, but I personally believe that the United States is the last hope that we have um, before we move into a, 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 a one uh, right a one govern a one world government. That controls everything. I, yeah. think, I think we would be there already if it, ha- if it wasn't for the United well, States. Well,
1: you got you to put it into play. It's not the United States. It's those who believe in the United States. That is true. Because that we are true. a United States, but you go out there, and like today I've had run-ins with people that, you know what? It blows my mind. It blows my mind what we're yeah. dealing with because it's a communist takeover in, in mm-hmm. a sense of pretty much most facets of a life right now. So yeah. it's an ideolo- ideology that we have to hold on to basically because in a sense – we had George Bush back in his days, George W. Bush, yep. say that the Constitution itself is just a piece of paper, yep. which is not a lie. For sure. It's what we were founded on. Mm-hmm. But then you get our governor right now, Whitmer, who says, well, the Supreme Court overruled this, but I don't care what the courts say. So, I mean, you got you to hold on to the fact that it's an ideology. For sure. It's not a matter of America is united because I don't think we've been united for a long time. Mm-hmm. So we we have those hardcore American Bible thumpers. We have those hardcore rednecks that are believers in the Constitution and their rights. And then we get the, the I'll call them leftists just for for no other purpose than fascists like Yeah, they consider themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they believe in create a different world in our country, a different country. Yeah, because there's t- in in a sense you can't really blame them because I think it was the educational system that, that really pushed that down a lot of their throats.
0: I think that I think you could make a pretty strong argument. Yeah. With so that. I mean, it had a lot to we, do with
1: it. We, We've allowed our our system to be infiltrated in so many different ways that it's not necessarily the America that we knew growing up. It's the American belief that we, we have to hold on to yeah. and fight for mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. We, we you don't... sound
0: a lot more like a Patriot than an anarchist when you're talking like that. Well, listen, listen,
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm a freedom loving, I'm a freedom loving guy. Yeah. That just, you know to each their own. Take care of yourself because the, the Bill of Rights, the Constitution starts out, we the people. It doesn't say we the government. Yep. Okay, sure. so we are people supposed forget, to self-govern People forget ourselves.
0: our government was put in place to protect our inerrant freedoms. That's right. Our inerrant rights. That's right. That we received from God, from your creator, from That's my right. creator, That's from, right. who, from Billy Bob, whoever the hell you want to believe in. Exactly. They didn't come from government. No. The government was established to protect those rights. You got it. And I get so <clears throat> freaking pissed off when... People come, come through and say, the government should do this, the government should do that. No, the only thing the government should do is protect your rights.
2: That's it. Absolutely. So just to just to clarify, when you talk about being a classical anarchist, correct me if I'm wrong, you understand that there's still a, a role that the government has to play.
1: I'm going to choose my words wisely here. I do agree to that point because we have different world perspectives with different world uh, cultures mm-hmm. so that they have to play a role to the extent the way that we live in society now to protect the people. Okay. Mm -hmm. But as far as, okay. So the word anarchy, break it down and without archie ruler. So without a ruler of your Mm -hmm. life, basically saying the government needs to step back, stay away from our everyday lives and let us live our lives according to our will of life and live by the golden rule, which is, which is a you know, a a fairy tale view in Mm -hmm. a sense, but I don't mean it in a direct, um, relative way. I mean
2: I just wanted to clarify because I feel like anarchy people think, oh, there should be no government at all, but that's not necessarily the point. There's still uh there's still a point where the the government kind of needs to exist from a world world view, but within the within the country, having the freedom to, to live, live as you want. Right, right. So
1: is, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take your your perspective on that and I'm gonna twist it just a little bit to fit what I mean by that. Okay. And what I'm saying is the world that we live in today, the way that it is, I do believe that the people need to take their power back. Yes. And if we take our power back from government and that happens around the world, we don't need a government because all Mm -hmm. wars start and begin with government. Okay. You look at Wuhan, the same day that um, the coronavirus breakout was happening, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: the war games started in Wuhan, China. Hmm. Military games. I don't mean war games. Military games. Sure. So, I mean, if you take the sense of what anarchist means and you apply that to life the way that we live now, it means that there is a government and the government needs to be a part of the lives so that we live now, but not involved in our lives. We should live our lives according to our ways.
2: So the, basically the overall ideal is that the world <laughs> wouldn't need a government because the people would govern themselves and kind of keep to their own, protect themselves. Right. Societies are formed. Um, but then the, in, in the current state, because of the way that the countries are currently divided, the government is necessary as an umbrella. A
0: necessary evil, we'll call it.
2: Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yep, cool, for sure. You know
0: what I'd love to do? Hmm. I'd love to sit where you're sitting and put him on one side of the table and put Ken Boyd on the other side of the table, dude. That'd be a great conversation. That where where are incredible. we at? I don't know this cat. So okay. Ken, the last uh, two episodes ago, so episode eight, Ken Boyd is a 31 year, uh, no, 31 year veteran of the military. He's a first, he is a first sergeant in the National Guard now, okay. and um, he's done tours in Iraq. He, he's jumped out of helicopters. He's, yeah. he's done it all. Yeah. Uh, he went through ranger school, yep. uh, did, did not finish ranger school. But in addition to that, so he also owns the company that did my uh, CPL training. Okay. So that's where I met him. Yep. And um, he has Asperger's okay. and he gets anything he chooses to study. He gets really into it. and I he like has it. He has a photographic memory. with yeah, that stuff. For sure. And he is a constitutional buff. Sweet. He, he was quoting, quoting the Federalist papers out of oh, no wow. article 45 <laughs> of the Federalist <laughs> papers said that. And I'm like. So Bruh. I'm going to throw this out, there. then he'll, he'll, he'll know the, uh, what is it, Article 18, uh, Section 240
1: through 241. If you don't know what that is, look it up. Yeah, you've told me to look that one up before. Yep. Basically, that cops can't screw with you. Yeah, you have a natural right to do what you want as long as it's not, you know, basically killing somebody.
0: hmm
1: And it says it right in the Constitution. I mean, I mean, if we live by the Constitution as the law of the land, the natural law of the land, then don't violate my shit. Yep. Pretty much. But yeah, no, that sounds interesting. I, let's not get this twisted in any way. I, I definitely have a military in the family, and I, I do uh, support what they did to an extent. You know, it's being pushed, and you go do what you feel is right. Yeah. Okay. For sure. So there, there is no right and wrong in the eyes of those who serve. Yeah. You know, they did what they were they were feeling was the right thing to do, I and mean, you can't cr- fault somebody for, for that for
0: sure. My critique of any of the wars that we've been in in the last fifty years is not directed at the people in the in the fight. Right. It's yeah. it's the people making the decisions. Right, and that's what, and those th- those are the ones who should be held accountable. I think that there we, will be a day we we held as we as America did a piss poor job uh, with handling. <laughs> Uh, uh, combat veterans coming back from Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely, those, those oh, motherfuckers yeah. didn't have a choice; they were no. drafted. Yeah. So the the people who sh- should have been held responsible was the the government and the people making the decisions that they sent th- Now, can you imagine the, though, at this day and age, right now, if there was a draft, all these oh, little pansy pushies God. out there that would cry oh, themselves to sleep. My God,
1: how awful our image in the world would be right now, though. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Um, and another thing too, if the narrative about Trump is that he hates Mexicans and he hates. Hispanic people, and he hates um, yeah, anybody who's not white. He's a white supremacist, which is a, a completely Absurd. asinine narrative. But it's if that, that were they the could case, grab onto, though. what? It's something that they could grab onto, that. Yeah, okay. for sure. Yeah. He 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 misspoke on one certain thing, and all, all of a sudden he's a, he's a white supremacist. So he, why is it that in Florida, first gen- generation Venezuelan, Cuban, and Colombian immigrants are coming out in droves? to vote for donald trump well there's a reason that they left their country exactly you know and those little like we call them crybabies
1: here yeah don't know anything outside their little cribs
0: you know and and i i got into it with somebody the other day and i'm not going to say who it was but he was uh, he was going after trump's quote-unquote muslim ban. first of all it wasn't a muslim ban. it was it was a countries that were heavily inflicted by terrorist ban we weren't going to let any people in from those certain countries for a specific period of time and his argument was uh well my parents uh, were refugees from Somalia in the '90s, and he he, he has a Muslim background, which I I, I don't care. Like that's not a, right. I don't. Yeah. I have. I have. I'm indifferent to what religion you are. I, right. I care more about if you're a good person or not. Right. The character mm-hmm. that you, you for sure you have. Yeah. yeah. So, but his argument was that if if those policies were in place back in the '90s, he would have never made it here. And my argument to him was is that there's a reason why your parents had to flee Somalia. Right, and our beef is not with your parents, like <clears throat> Donald Trump's beef is not with people like your parents. The problem is is that this has been going on for thirty years, and we're trying to figure out how to fucking stop it right and if the lo- and if the and if the the local governments in these countries these war torn countries are so corrupt and run by terrorists that they need like something has to change mm-hmm. because it's not it's not feasible for one country to take on Uh, refugees for a long period of time.
1: I want to point something out, and I don't think this is uh, missed by many, but you you look at the media, and the media pushes that narrative to hate the ones that are coming over here and stuff, more so than the president himself. I agree. And when you actually meet these people and you talk to these people, it's like if I went over to China, you know, would they try to kill me because they're against Americans or would it be more of the law? And I think China might be a bad one. Because China's a really bad Yeah, they are very much yeah. set in government stone. For so sure. Let's, let's let's just jump ship. Yeah. I've, I've been out of the country many times in different places yeah. and everywhere I go, it's a person to person meeting. It's not a, oh God, you're American or you're white. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, we take it again to the anarchist level of... We can control our own lives and our own narrative if we live our own lives according to ourselves instead of following. Like, I don't watch TV, man. I watch sports. Yeah. I don't watch TV. I don't listen to that shit. I'm not on social media. So as far as all this narrative that gets pushed all the time, I'm I'm left field with this stuff. Sure. But, so if I'm off on some things, that's where it's at. But nonetheless, like you said, it's not, it, it's not about who they are or the people that they are. It's mm-hmm. about the politics of the bullshit. Yeah. So yeah, it's, and I don't think that's missed by many, but yeah. for
0: sure. And I and I don't mean to do this to you because I, I I brought you in here for a specific reason to talk about a specific thing. And I I've just been so knee deep in political bullshit for the last couple of weeks that yeah. I you know it's it's hard for me to deviate from that, especially when oh man, the hey, rock going it. on tonight. So yeah. hey, I, I think I get a k- couple good sound bites out of that so far yeah. that I could clip. But yeah, so if if we want to jump back to the crypto
1: yes, side of please things, do. so yeah so um, we were talking just briefly about the the, the fact of a necessity to have privacy coins, okay? Yep. And right now, let's just put this out there. So there's a person that I know that decided last year that they were, well, this past year, yeah, the 2020, they were going to get into crypto after I talked to them for a little while. And it was a hard sell, man. I mean, this person was kind of sold on the banking system. They They had their feet in the banking system here and there. And it's like, okay, I get it, but is it really a necessity? Can there be money to be made here? Is it a scam? You know, a lot of people get misinformation. So that's, that's where the, the ground root level that I have connections outside the country and stuff like that, especially from this stuff. It's that person right now is making 29% interest on just one single coin. I mean, you can't pull that right now in this economy. Right. When, when you when, I mean, minding a bet that you make or something like that. I mean, go get 29% mm-hmm. somewhere. And that's just one, one of many. So, I mean, there's there's a great opportunity not only to help yourself out in a hard time. And let's take this for instance too. Okay, so I was out of the country earlier this year. And we'll just say where I went. I went to Mexico. Down there, you can pay for everything in crypto if you choose to. And they, they actually prefer it in a lot of areas. And the reason being is because their government doesn't control them. Their cops don't control them. They are a free country as far as how they live down there. The
0: below. cartel controls them. <laughs> well, hang on now. There, There's an aspect <laughs>
1: yeah. to it, but let's, okay. just, let's just set that on uh, the back burner a little bit. So what I'm getting at, though, is you look at all these businesses that had to close down, okay? Mm-hmm. And why did they close down? Because the government forced them. Why did they force them? Because they hold their license to do business, mm-hmm. okay, which is a right to anybody. If you have a intellectual an sure. property yeah. and you want to sell your property or your thought in a business platform, you have that right. You shouldn't have to purchase your right from the government, Right. first off. Secondly, you get into the crypto side of things, and there are ways to accept crypto as payment. You get into the crypto side of things, the government doesn't control your money no more. And as this stuff progresses to increase in value, your money that you made yesterday is now worth more than it was yesterday. Instead of getting shut down over something that, you know, the dollar bill is this, and, you know, we hold the power in our hands, and... It just brings a whole different aspect to how we can as a society as a whole of human race just handle our own business and and
0: basically x out the the bad man that's awesome that's a really good and, and honest and for a while um that was cash for a long time yeah, that was for cash. sure yeah cash and, was cash was the king and and still is by the way yep. make make no mistake it and you I know you don't believe in it a lot, but I kind of tear it up every once in a while. Just, just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And once you're done tearing it up, bring it back to me and I'll uh, put I'll swap some it out. On it. I'll, I'll put I'll sw- put some tape on it, swap yeah, it out at the bank. Go. No big deal.
1: Something something along the lines of the numbers again, but we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll jump away from that. Yeah, second, sure. Go again, ahead check this out. Is um, we knew that the Lakers were going to win their 17th championship because LeBron signed on one seven and. It was, um, again, I don't have the the numbers in front of me, but either way, there was a whole narrative behind the Kobe death, and then they ended up winning the championship on National Father-Daughter's Day.
0: Really? That's That's cool. Super rare. Yeah, so
1: I mean, it was all played out that it was going to happen that way. Yeah. And that's 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 a sense of the script, mm-hmm. but if you look into the numbers, like I told you, gematria, and he has a. I want to give a shout out to Zach K Hubbard because that's the guy who is the king of gematria okay. as far as it comes to this stuff. So, that's where I pick it up from. Um, he's got a website. It's uh, gematriaeffect.news. Big time, big time. Look into it, people.
0: So. Okay, sounds good. So, with crypto, what what is it that you? so it's important for, from a privacy standpoint but at mm-hmm. what point yeah. do you think we could see a um so here here let me let me backtrack a little bit so sure. i think that while there's a lot of problems with the us dollar right now and mm-hmm. you know the where we 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 are 23 something trillion dollars in debt um that at any given point the 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 U.S. dollar, I mean, it's worthless. It's it's a note. It's a, it's it's not paper. backed. It's paper. It's not backed by anything. I could hand you a notebook and it'd for be for sure like the same thing. The thing, the only thing in my opinion that keeps the, the the dollar alive right now is people's faith in the dollar. Right. Again, an ideology. Exactly. Yep. There's a belief system that currency that our currency is worth something. But when we when we look at it as a whole as a world, um,
1: monetary unit, it doesn't hold its weight. So we are indebted,
0: the more we spend the dollar, we are indebted more and more to other countries as well. Well, d- doesn't, and I, I wish I knew more about this than I actually do, but isn't our currency leveraged against other currencies in the world? In a sense, yeah, you're not wrong in that aspect, but when you, when
1: you use debt, because the U.S. currency is a note of debt. Yes. Okay, so when you try to
0: leverage debt into... A leveraging debt into a financial transaction. Yeah. I mean, yeah. when
1: you, you when you try to leverage debt into a financial transaction, it doesn't equal it to be a positive thing. So no matter how much we try to dig ourselves out of debt, we're always going to get deeper into debt because we keep spending the dollar. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. So at that point, we either need to end the current system with the U.S. dollar the way that it is and go digital, which is why they're going to do this. Steve Mnuchin, if you look into his words and his bills that they're being looked over and passed it's heavy, heavy, heavy wording on crypto. They took um, Coinbase, which is a huge word as far as like um, an exchange out there where you can get the cryptos bought and sold with US dollars and things like that. The chief uh, financial officer for Coinbase was brought on by Steve Mnuchin to consult with in order to bring out the digital US dollar. Now I've heard That in January of 2021 is a hard date that all banks need to have a digital
0: asset wallet presented to all digital or all uh, banking customers. That's interesting. So, my theory on so, and you and I actually talked about this pretty extensively. So, um, when back in July, we experienced a coin shortage. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you asked me about it. Like, hey, you're you work in the financial world. Like, w- what's your take on all this? And and yep. I and I think and my answer is pretty simple. It's either one of two things. Mm-hmm. Is that the the coin no, the us mint shut down because of covid mm. and the coin because all the businesses shut down it was the old coin wasn't circulating mm-hmm. so what happened was is when we when these businesses reopened there was an influx in demand and a very and or and there was low supply one of two things that could happen with the coin shortage number one it was a supply and demand issue and number two they're phasing out coin to get us on a digital dollar right and that that, that is a softball play it and, is a and, softball play. Yeah. And what ended up happening, it was the first one. Right. So we, we have coin now. The U.S. Met fired it back up. Because and, it's, a, it's a it's a security thing for the U.S. public. Because yeah. Because always wonder. I almost wondered if it was a test run, though. Yeah. A softball play.
1: Yes. Yeah. That's what I mean by that. Yeah. yeah so
0: it was a soft introduction as, mm-hmm. okay, guess what? We can take your money away. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to do now? Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, as a as a person from a convenience standpoint, uh, I don't really care about coin that much because no. it, it it's annoying to me. I hate it jingling around in my pocket. right but we don't and want a business. Correct. So you got to make change. Yes. So
1: then, therefore, yep. you're also affecting the small businesses again. Correct. So there's, yeah. a, there's a second level. To
0: and that. I'll circle back around to what you said earlier, with the end goal being lots of major corporations controlling the product, controlling the dollar. Which we already have right now. We there's have about a lot five. of that. There's about
1: five in the world that control the, the central food, <sighs> the central you know product making.
0: 90% of things come from China. Yeah. Yada, yada. But go yep. ahead. Sorry about so, that. So, Yes. ultimately that is the case Um, but from a functional day to day standpoint Mm -hmm. small businesses up until recently are thriving Um, there's a lot of entrepreneurship with the the, with tech bringing in all the problems that it has it also has brought there have been more multimillionaires created in the last 20 years than the history of the world yeah I don't disagree um, with that at all because of the way that we've changed doing business right so go ahead
1: I was just going to say, I think that people are also taking... Right now, we're, we're as a country exchanging our freedom for security. Yep. Mm. And we're we're basically going to let go of our, our freedoms for a sense of security. Now, in the same sense, you can do that with the money, okay? You can look at it the same way.
0: There is a founding father that said that those who give up their liberty for a little bit of security will ha- deserve neither and will have neither.
1: Right, and then you also look at uh, Mark Twain who said, you know, when you find yourself on the side of the majority, it's then now time to stop and reflect. Yeah, for sure. You know, so yeah. I mean, there's there's many different ways to look at the coin shortage thing. I think ultimately it was a test, like you 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 explained. Yep, there's a test, and it's a softball play because again, you're hitting these small businesses or these everyday businesses, we'll call them, because in in a larger sense, they are a small business. But you're affecting them and saying, okay, well, we could take money. In and out anytime, and choke you out. Yeah. And what are you going
0: to do about it? Okay. Well, and and here's the the most interesting thing. And I was very disappointed that more businesses did not follow suit in this. But there is a, there is a case where there is a barber over on the on the over in Middlemish. It was in Owasso, I believe. So just in between Lansing and Mount Pleasant, somewhere in there. And they and he basically in the height of the pandemic, in the height of Whitmer. Um, you know Whitmer's lockdown mm-hmm. I think this was at the end of April or the beginning of March or May or something like that he opened up his shop back up when there no you couldn't get a haircut in Michigan right you can get a freaking haircut in Michigan yeah, you can go to a restaurant I you not know, go to a I bar had, I had the the one fl- look had some flow going yeah, yeah. thank god I've got clippers i just buzzed mine off <laughs> same but, here but yeah yep. so but he opened up yep and the Michigan and and the government came after his ass for sure but the Michigan Supreme Court ruled in his favor. Yep, and I don't think he spent a dime of legal money out of his pocket because there are a lot of a- activist groups on his side that are like, "Hey, this shutdown is mm-hmm. wrong," and we're looking back at that shutdown now as one of the worst public policy decisions. That Absolutely, we've seen it's a, it's in our a totalitarian control takeover. It's, it's and it to what the scariest thing to me. And I have a very limited window of perspective because I live in Michigan. I really don't travel much out of state. I don't have a ton of friends out of state, mm-hmm. um, so I know it wasn't like M- Michigan wasn't all states. I'll I'll say that right now. No, like, there there were some states not. out west that did not do like South Dakota is the most notable that they didn't they didn't shut down shit. Right, they're like if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you don't, you don't have to. Right. Like it, it's. It, it's up to the individual and mm-hmm. you know, again, it's South Dakota. There's like three people that live there, but they, they handled this thing pretty well. So, for, Long,
1: the rec- for the record, I do have family in South Dakota too. Hey, there you go. There we're a lot of South people, like okay, Oklahoma, so Arkansas, Southern California. Or, okay, yeah, spread out. But, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> so I bet two of those three people are probably my relatives. But yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. So the the <laughs> scariest thing to me is that the amount of small business owners that complied with the with that first wave of lockdowns. Like when this first happened, nobody knew what was going on. And then as like time went on, we're like, okay, there's things that we can do as precautions. Maybe this thing isn't really as dangerous as we originally thought it was, and yet it seems like, thank God that Whitmer got some of her powers taken away by the Supreme Court because she would have locked down the state already <clears throat> again.
1: Let yeah. me throw something into the mix
0: real quick. Okay, and need, go ahead. I
1: continue. So there, there is an actual group out there that I'm aware of. It's uh, they have a website. It's uh, national, and then dash assembly dot net. Okay, and they claim that all these. Um, Governments are corporated, okay. So they basically have done the Bradstreet um, number, and because they've been corporated, they've vacate vacated their seats of public office. They plan on, I believe it's this month, meeting near Detroit or Lansing, and uh, doing straight on elections elections to fill these seats. So this is going to be an interesting time to see what they come up with and how far they take this, and if mm-hmm. they push and if there's pushback. Because by by policy, they if they've incorporated, which it can be looked up, I won't go into that, but if they've incorporated, they have vacated their public seat, and therefore they are not an elected official anymore. Interesting. Okay. So these people are on this stuff. I'm not that deep into it. I don't have an extreme knowledge. I'm just aware of this, yep. place, uh, this, this group and stuff. So it'll be an interesting thing. But yeah, along the same lines of what you're saying is, you know, she she's she's a fucking lunatic bitch. She, yeah. I'm yeah. A, I'm going to
0: blatantly say it. I, you know it, it it it's just so hard. Like I try to not be the tinfoil hat guy.
1: But that's that's a, that's a that's a perception I think. I think sometimes you have to wear the hat of the the lesser accepted to try to get the to get the truth. Yeah, I mean it's been demonicized or demonicked.
2: I don't know. Demonized. Demonized.
0: Demonized. (laughs)
1: It's been demonized so deeply, especially with the fake news uh, narrative and stuff like that. When you, when you do dig up the truth, if it wasn't on the media, then you, then you become one of these conspiracy theorists when technically there are conspiracies. Yeah. You know, and that doesn't make it wrong. It doesn't make it right. There's a conspiracy and that just means to go out to do something to control something.
0: You know, I, I said this before and I'll say it again. And we talked about this on our last episode. Um, with conspiracies, there's – out of every 100 conspiracies, there's about 20 at the bottom that are complete and utter horseshit. Mm-hmm. They've got no legs. I've thrown some at you over the course of this last year. See, sure. it just <laughs> to keep me sure. on my toes, see if I'm paying attention. Well, in
1: a sense because, I mean – you hear some things that it's like okay, take a look at this, yeah. once.
0: and then you like to fuck with people too. So
1: maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe just a little bit because it's in my nature,
0: you know. <laughs> yeah, I keep you on your toes for sure. Yeah, right. and um, so and then there's about twenty percent at the top that are absolutely true. Yeah, but they're they're being called a conspiracy to to um, negate to negate the truth, absolutely, or to spin it, yeah. or to um or hide the truth, hide yeah. the truth. Exactly. Yeah. It was a very simple way of putting it. And then there's about 60% in the middle, I think, that they're, they're, there's an element of truth and people run with it. And, there's, mm. and people take creative liberty on a lot of something stuff.
1: Something on the tech side for you. Um, Thispersondoesnotexist.com. That's mm. what they use for a lot of these um, shootings and stuff. Take a look at that site, man. It's AI-generated names, images of people, and these people do not exist. Hmm. Just something to throw out there. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Now, why would that be? Why would they To be? fit the narrative because, in a sense, they want to push an agenda. What's okay? that agenda? The agenda is control. And they want, and what, why do they, well, what is it that they're trying to take away from us to control us?
1: Okay. So you take, and I'm just going to use this as the example. It doesn't mean it did not, it doesn't mean it did. Okay. But we'll just use George Floyd. Okay. What did that spur?
0: That's, riots. Well, not just riots, but the black movement, correct? Sure. Absolutely. And the yeah. I can't breathe. Yeah. Okay. So it, that's that actually started um, back b- before. before, before, but yep, it dude. brought everything yep, back. It, that's what I'm saying. It, it's it very in, sorry. I don't yeah, mean no, to interrupt ahead, you, no. but it's very interesting, and I this this is very out there for me, but it's very interesting that the last time we had serious mm-hmm. racial unrest in our country was in 2015, 2014, 2015, with the Michael Brown thing in Missouri, mm-hmm. and it's very interesting that. In 2000, at the beginning of this year, or in May, we have the George, George Floyd thing. The George Floyd thing. Mm-hmm. And, yes, these are the, both of those things. Uh, the George Floyd thing, there there are question marks about it. The one thing that's not a question mark, that, that cop is out of his fucking mind. He shouldn't have did what he did. But. Let's just say if it happened. Yeah, the for way sure.
1: That it, the way that it was portrayed, for sure. For sure.
0: The. And but the Michael the Michael Brown thing, uh, the officer was acquitted. There there is a lot. I mean, he robbed a store and tried to disarm a police officer while he was trying to arrest him for robbing the store. So there wasn't a ton of gray area there. So I'm not discrediting those things that were that happened that were bad. But what I am discrediting or what I'm going after is the media's narrative of these Absolutely. Things. that is the problem. That's the agenda that they're trying to push and that's what I that's where I state what I state. And, and
1: that's, why are they pushing that agenda? Again, I'm just gonna I'm gonna say if you look into Gematria and the Jesuit order and the Catholic behind it, there's there's a lot to be told throughout the numbers and it, it is the agenda of the Jesuits. The Jesuits are in control. The Jesuits have been in Washington D C before the federal government was
0: there. I'm going to make it even a little bit more
1: simple than that. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Those listening probably are like, well, this guy's fucking nuts. All right. Let's, let's see what he If is. you
0: Sorry. read any communist manufe- manifesto okay. and how to turn a free nation into a communist oh, state. Oh, yeah. Give me your, your
1: young and for the first seven years and I'll plant a seed and you can't remove it in the educational system.
0: Read Mein Kampf. Mm-hmm. Read. um, uh, What's that? that bearded dude's name. Uh, Karl Marx. Karl Marx. It's Mar- Marxism 101. Mm-hmm. If you go, and I'm gonna get a lot of crap for saying this, but I'm gonna <sighs> I'm gonna say it because I'm sick of this shit. I agree with the sentiment. This is your
1: show, man. Just this let, is it show. Let, let it I'm air. Let it air. Ain't nobody gonna tell you I'm how to do your it thing. fly the show. Yeah, don't oh, let anybody man. disturb you. Let it
0: out. <sighs> I agree with the sentiment that black lives matter. The statement itself. You know, never notice how it's capitalized? Just like a corporation, BLM. Yeah. Exactly. It is. It's a corporation. It's a corporation. So, now I always thought one th- somebody very wise told me this one time, if you want to find if you want to figure out what somebody's true motive is, follow the money and you'll probably end up pretty Absolutely. close. Yep. So, if you dig into the people who are financially benefiting from the BLM movement because yeah. BLM has created some millionaires.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. We actually know somebody a friend of the family whose son was, he's a college student, okay, local area here, was approached and is now being paid to be a protester.
0: We're getting there. Okay. We're getting there. All right, so we, we could jump that out then. Yeah. So if you look at, <clears throat> so anytime you... you. Um, i don't know i don't know what uh, blm is is uh, classified if it's a non-profit or if it's I, a i'm pretty sure it's a non okay so it's a non-profit which uh, by the way non-profit doesn't mean that they don't exist to create profit it right. just means that it's a tax it's a tax structure absolutely yep. so a lot <laughs> a lot of misconceptions yes there. again it like yeah uh um jesus Nonprofit is not a business strategy. It's a tax, it's a tax Absolutely. exemption. So let's let's not get it twisted. And all those big bad corporations I'm, I'm looking out up there what the
2: technicality is right now, just so that we uh, we cover ourselves. But. For sure.
0: So um so there are a handful of people who run the BLM business model, mm-hmm. if you will, mm-hmm. who are trained Marxists. If you go to their website and you read their um their about me or their mission, their mission statement. That's that's the word I was looking for. Um, there, there's a lot of language in there that it does not, um, that is not a very pro. Um, wow, that's okay. I just need to take yeah, a second.
2: Go for it. The first thing that I see on the Black Lives Matter website, blacklivesmatter.com, dot com. And in the, in the top right corner, it says, take action. Join the movement to fight for freedom, liberation, and justice by signing up for updates, supporting our work, checking out resources, and following us on social media, wearing our dope official gear.
0: Oh, wow. wait a minute. They're a merch company. <laughs> yeah. You dummies have been duped.
2: And oh, then yeah. uh, their Wikipedia page just calls them a social movement.
0: Oh, a social movement. Mm. That uh, I I'd love you know the, everybody wants to see D- Donald Trump's tax returns. I'd love to get my hands on BLM's <laughs> tax returns. I'll just say that right now. Right. Yeah. That's okay. It. If if any of you guys think that there aren't people behind the scenes making millions of dollars off of BLM, you're you're, you're incredibly naive. Yeah. Asleep. Asleep at the wheel. Yes. So, but there, and now can you go to their about me section, Joseph? That's where I'm at right okay. now. Okay. So scroll all the way to the bottom where um where the the kind of like their last paragraph. Um, so I'll, I'll just read their about section. Affirm, How about that? We
2: affirm that. Start with that. Read that. We affirm the lives of black queer and trans folks,
0: disabled folks, undocumented folks. Okay, wait a minute. I thought this was Black Lives Matter. Right, right, because Okay. You know, so that, that that is not a that is not a Black Lives Matter. That that that, that is not saying that Black Lives Matter. No. That is a political fucking agenda. You got it. Okay? Thank you. Yeah. By the way, let's let's look up Black Lives Matter political contributions real quick and see if this just is this just isn't some uh, political hoax speak to the get truth, by brother. An election. Let it out. Let's. Oh my God, let's I'm get so it. freaking hot about this.
1: And on election night, let's do it on election. <laughs> We're gonna turn this world upside down, man.
0: Now let me. Now I I will say this. I've come down very hard on BLM in the last couple of minutes, and I will let me let me throw him a bone real quick. Have they opened up a narrative in the country about? police brutality in certain instances i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna hit on that point just real quick okay since you just brought that about because i was going to touch on that anyways okay. okay so yes
1: you get downtown grand rapids you, there, there was this summer there was a lot of the blm movement people in rosa park center yep. okay i interviewed and, a and, cop okay and they were all barking and barking, yep. barking and i was a white guy with a shaved head and a big beard wearing a camo okay now, mind you, my mind is somewhere else. I'm not a political guy at all. Sure. So they don't know me from Joe. Yep. But the appearance comes across as, okay, you redneck asshole. Yep. You don't agree with us. Okay. So we got into, I don't want to say a confrontation, and that's going to put it mildly. Okay. But it ended up being a conversation, which I didn't think was going to happen. Okay. And they were talking about, you know, fuck the cops, all this other nonsense with the police and things. And I said, at what point are you going to, Dis and or disbar something without a plan of action to replace it because if you don't replace it with something, it will be replaced by those who are in power. You don't like what you have now, the grass is not greener on the other side. So we always gotta be cautious of you know, before we take a step and put ourselves into a movement, figure out what the fuck that movement's about. Sure. Because if you don't have a set goal and a plan, yeah, black lives. Okay, so it's it's a statement on the on the surface. Yeah. So so it gets the racial aggravation going. And that's kind of where I think they were coming at me with it, because here I am, the guy, you know, looking the way I do, you know. It's not even about that, because I have black friends. I have multi multicultural, man. Yeah. Tremendous. You know, we spend time in other people's houses in different countries
2: all the yep. time. Okay, so <clears throat> Black Lives Matter is a social movement, but there is a uh, another corporation, or I don't know if they're corpor- if they're incorporated, but uh, Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation is a nonprofit organization
0: that is funding the Black Lives Matter movement. Interesting. Where do they get their funding, Joseph? Um. So if if they're a nonprofit, does that make them a five hundred one c three where the, the, they can receive so people can donate to them tax free? Am I correct in assuming that? I would
2: assume so. I'm. There's honestly not a lot of information. Interesting. And that's that's just what's on there on the, surface, on the Black Lives Matter yeah, 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 website for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But still, I mean, that, that 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 shines some some light on some truth, mm-hmm. especially
2: right from the horse's mouth. Uh, but so it was the that network was established with a twelve million dollar grant fund. So now, does
1: that mean that all these Black Lives Matter supporters are going to dress in rainbow colors? <laughs> a lot of them do. Do they really? Yeah. Oh, so again yeah. oh, I'm sure. I'm I'm disconnected from a lot of the the political bullshit man so I don't see Yeah hear. well
0: one thing that I follow the line one up. thing that is is from an from a observer is is painfully obvious to me is that the they it it seems it's multifaceted. So you have your and, and I and I want to and I was very hard on him earlier so I I want to tread lightly over this. There are a handful of I would say maybe even a majority of the people that consider themselves to be a part of that movement, you know, given they, those, so many
2: white people are a part of it though.
0: Oh, there's a ton of white people. It's, it's, m- it's, it's mostly white people. Yeah. It's, it's probably
2: a uh, pretty proportionate to the U S population. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> um, it's, it's a bunch, it honestly, it's, it's a lot of white liberals to be honest with mm-hmm. you. That's, that's what I see. I, I could be wrong. I haven't seen, um, it, I mean, black conservatives and, and to some that might seem like an anti- oxymoron bro there's a lot more out there than you think right and in there are a lot
2: the, so uh i'll reference the hodge twins which are for sure uh they're
0: incredibly hard on blm
2: they're incredibly hard on blm and uh i was watching an interview with them and steven crowder and uh they were explaining that they they voted for obama and they're like man this is great until they got their taxes <laughs> <they were> like, <laughs> right. screw this guy
0: yeah. I was I, I I was listening to a comedian earlier and I'm going to totally steal his bit cuz I can't remember his name. But um fair enough. He he um he was like, "You know, I don't think there's really Democrats and and liberals. I I or Democrats and Republicans. I just think that all you liberals just haven't turned thirty-five yet, <laughs> and you uh, and you know, that, and all of a sudden you start that gluten-free muffin stand, and you realize, shit, these taxes are high. <laughs> man, Donald funny. Trump's got some pretty good ideas now that I think about it. <laughs> That's funny
1: Stuff, man. Here's here's something just to throw in the mix. So, did you were you consulted before you were born if you could be white or brown or black?
0: I did not have a say in the matter. I not, did not either. So, no, not do you take pride in
1: being white? Don't give a shit. Exactly. So, I mean, at what point do we just see each other as people? Doesn't privilege come from inheritant right? Inherited, yes. Yeah, okay. Yep. So, at that point, though, if you were to consider yourself to be a white privileged person, that would mean that you inherited privilege for being white. Correct. But you were not consulted before you were born to be white. You just happened to be white. But sure. your circumstances in life... That you chose to make a right choice or a wrong choice at one point or another, which led you to another choice, creates whether or not you bring yourself to a good point or a bad point. And somebody who is in a slum of life, and we're not going to say which way that goes, but if somebody's in a slum of life and they look at somebody who's not and they judge them on the color of their skin and they call it privilege, it's more based upon what were your decisions that you made in your life.
0: Yeah. Saying that somebody has a leg up in life just due to their skin color is inherently racist. Now let me let me let me let me flip flop it real quick. But let's say uh, what what would be a good word in the the th- the to be the opposite of privilege? What, what what would be the opposite of privilege? Well, we got a computer. <laughs> yeah, Joseph, what is the, What would it be a good word for the opposite of privilege? I'm going to make it a really interesting thought experiment here. Can I throw this out there? Yeah. White. <laughs> <laughs> hey, i'm uh, trying to i'm trying to debunk what that. else would you expect from me though so, right.
2: underprivileged disadvantaged. disadvantaged Disadvantaged, let's go with yeah. this
0: so that, that would let me would... let me see this so let's say i i'm watching um uh let's say i'm watching court t v or something mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. and there's a court case where there is a black gentleman who is the defendant and he is uh he has committed a crime and he's in a really bad situation like mm-hmm. if he's convicted of this he's going to go to prison for the rest of his life. Sure. Would I say in that situation, your black disadvantage is showing? Mm. Just like in the situation (laughs) where somebody like an uppity uh, U of M uh, grad whose parents are filthy rich that pay for everything that he has. I think that's an aspect of being spoiled. Sure. Yes. I, think there's, I think there's a big is, differential, yes. but I
1: think that the lines might be blurred as far as how sure. people want to
0: control the maybe, racial narrative. Maybe if, if somebody <clears throat> on the other side would be willing to say, well, maybe our terms just don't line up, then I could maybe back off and a little I, bit I think that that's
2: take. like 80% of the problem is terms don't line up. Right. And so the point that I was going to mention earlier is racial privilege, I think, is just a misnomer. I think really most times it comes down to... The circumstances that you were born in. So you you mentioned you aren't consulted no, on, on being white. Yeah, yeah. Um, people aren't, con, are, aren't consulted if they're born into a wealthy family. Mm-hmm. There is wealth privilege. Money gives you power. Money, absolutely. Money, money is a tool that can be used to more effectively enact your will. What people need to realize is there is some fucking American privilege that people don't- Yes, I agree with that 100%. That is like,
1: very true. You go to these other countries, and you don't see the same opportunity. There was a, that there was a
2: statistic that I heard that majority of people that live below the poverty line in the U.S. have a higher average standard of living than the entire middle class in Europe.
1: I can I can I can confirm on something, but it won't be in Europe. It'll be in Mexico. Those guys down there, like you go to a gas station, and they'll pump your gas for you. Mm-hmm. They're happy to get. 20 pesos, 20 pesos will buy them food for a day.
2: And that's nothing. That's
1: zero to us. That's a throwaway. That's like having five cents and saying, here you go. And they're thankful for that. So you look at us as a whole, as a nation, Mm -hmm. we are, we have that power of privilege because we control and we'll get back to that in a later time, but we control the the military aspect of, of the world. So we yeah. bring our privilege to ourselves. And I think we've been overprivileged as a country. I'm not saying I'm anti-American or anything. That's not the statement I'm making. The statement I'm making is that, yeah, our our worst off cases are usually 10 times better than a lot of the the good cases in other countries. And we don't look at it that way. We look at it as let's fight amongst ourselves instead of, okay. Are we really doing what we should be doing?
2: And that's why when you when you mentioned earlier, getting back to a little bit of the currency thing, you were talking about how, yeah, there's nothing back in the U.S. dollar and the, the U.S. dollar is weak compared to other currencies. I almost don't... I, I also come at it from the perspective of, yes, the U.S. dollar is weak, but most people have a lot more here. Like the fact that the U.S. dollar is weak doesn't mean all that much in, in the grand scheme of things because you're right, you're compared right. to the rest of the world... We have buying power. Yeah, we have buying power. Yep.
1: No, you're not wrong there, but the dollar itself is is the aspect that I am yeah, talking exactly. about. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. Yep.
1: But you're right. You're right. There is the buying power of the US dollar. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's 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 highly accepted in Mexico because it's like, okay.
2: It's highly accepted in a lot of places. Right,
1: and, and the thing is, is that it's actually over counterfeited down there mm. than it is up here because the 20s down there, of those US 20s are counterfeited. A lot of places will not take a $20 bill from an American down there because they're afraid that it's counterfeit. You have to have a ten or five or a one or some change gotcha. if you're going to use U.S. dollars. That's that's been my experience. I can't talk as a whole, but we've we've done quite a bit of extensive traveling down there. So. And
2: where in, where in Mexico is that? Is that northern Mexico? Nope, or?
1: nope. It's not going to be northern. We do uh, central and southern. Okay, yep. So that's mainly um, well, I don't want to say travel destinations, but some of those are travel destinations. Yeah, so some, like of Acapulco, are, Cape some of those Cunha. are. Some of those are. Some of those are actually you know little towns and little states mm-hmm. like. Um, just if you were to go, we we were actually commenting. Me and my daughter were commenting on the way here. We were traveling down Granville Avenue. And we were saying, you know, this kind of reminds us of one of the places where we were in Mexico. Yeah. You know, so it's not all just destination spots. It's mm-hmm. it's a, it's an overall thing. And they're they're very skeptical of certain aspects of our money. But in this in the grand scheme of things, you're absolutely right, though. Mm-hmm. Our buying power is ridiculously high.
2: Yeah, and, and I I I would argue that that is in large part due to something that Justin mentioned earlier with we're kind of the last hope. We're the most free... One
1: nation under God. Yeah. Not two nations, one nation under God.
2: And the free market, we have one of the freest markets in the world. I mean, there are are other countries that are up there. I mean, like the, we,
1: we do the, compete in a, in a sense of a free market. Sure. Yeah. I
2: and the that. like regulations are, are increasing and that's kind of the, the biggest issue with the U S right now. And, and a lot of, what Strangleholds. Some of this, yeah, some yeah. of these political battles are fought on the free market. And I think that's, uh, that's one of the things that, especially in this election that I'm, I'm voting for it. Like, that's that's the main issue for yeah, me. Yeah, like, for sure. If you don't have economic freedom, what else, what else is there?
1: Yeah, there, there's you don't have a say. That's kind of where we yeah. were talking about how the privacy coins and mm-hmm. stuff, it, it kind of touches on the same lines, especially with the digital aspect of things. And yeah. I don't.
2: I just want to plant this seed. Um, I don't know if now is the right time to do it or if this is a wrap-up thing, but I would love to have you give a kind of dummy's guide to how to get involved in crypto. Yeah, that's, that's what great, I do.
1: That's what I do. Right and I, I've, I've, t- I've, t- I've told Justin this, and I've talked to the baseball guys as well so that they're, they're aware of it as well. But that's what I do. That's, that's a passion that I have. Mm. So I, I have more than just a base and more than just a general knowledge of the cryptocurrency aspect of things. Mm-hmm. I set up somebody in Tennessee. <clears throat> I'll use this as an example. He's over 60. Mm-hmm. He's worked his whole life in heating and cooling. Okay, Mm -hmm. the guy has a decent sized retirement fund. All right. I worked with this guy over the phone Mm -hmm. to set him up into cryptocurrency. And it was a headache and a half because it is complicated. If it gets dropped on people, the world is going to be in a severe hurt because if we don't get on this now and it's introduced in the next year to Mm -hmm. five years People are going to be holding their, their sack and saying, oh, shit, now what? Because I don't know anything about this. Don't know how to get started. Don't know how to keep it safe. Don't know how to protect it. Don't know how to hold it. It's, it's a complicated situation. There's a base that you can just jump in and get in. Mm-hmm. But at that point, then, it's like saying, okay, well, I'm basically, you feel like you're betting your money out there. Yeah. Because you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. And that's the simple way to get in. That whole, yeah, I'd love to do that, man. Just, just go through a whole, uh, a spiel of how and, and, and what. And maybe
2: that's, maybe that's another episode. Yeah. Because if it, yeah. If, if it is that complicated and it's going to take that long, it I, can
1: be. It definitely can be. Because he, he did mention to me, he goes, So without you doing this for me, there's no way. I, he goes, I would have quit. I would have quit multiple times. Yeah. It's frustrating for people because it's a different world.
2: So I guess in, in your opinion, you talk about this there there's a base way that you can get and you can buy bitcoin yeah and, i mean right now they've got
1: paypal it. doing it i mean that the, the institutional money's jumping right now which is yeah. causing bitcoin to rise in price
2: would you urge people to go deeper than that for for all of the reasons that you you're involved in crypto? what i
1: want to say in regards to what you what you're asking me is what i tell anybody about anything Do research on your own. Don't listen to be what you're told. Don't don't buy into what you've heard. Look into it. Discover. Do you
2: have any like starter resources that you that you would plug?
1: All right. So, uh, as far as how to get somebody into it and where do they start to look into this stuff, I would suggest using a different search engine other than Google, okay, and other than Bing. And it actually is a developed search engine using crypto and it's mm. called brave okay brave.com that's a good search engine they actually pay you in their coin so you can make money as you search okay and there's a little pop-up ads. you can choose to click them or not click them and you'll get paid to look at them okay so you can make your own first initial jump in and discover and on different sites like a, a site developer say you had a site you know www make a or something okay uh-huh. whatever you want to call it you develop that site, okay? But you're not gonna flood people with ads, all right? So mm-hmm. if they go to your site and they like what you have on your site, you're allowed to accept tips in Brave token.
2: So like Patreon in Bitcoin
1: in basic in basic yeah. sense, yeah. I mean in a generic sense, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I would start with going to brave.com, download the, the download the browser, um, and then look up aspects of Bitcoin. What is it? There's a difference between the capital B and the little b. Hmm. A lot of people don't know that. The capital B is the technology. The little b is the coin itself. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, so that's just a let me let me spark people's interest with that. Yeah. So Bitcoin is not just Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bitcoin has two aspects to it: capital B, little b.
2: Yeah, and so, I guess there's there's a lot of crypto outside of Bitcoin too. Absolutely. Would you, would you recommend? diversifying across you
1: do want to crypto? stay diversified just like any investment that you make yeah. you know you don't want to have all your eggs in one basket mm-hmm.
2: obviously no. any other like notable uh, currencies that you would recommend yeah, recommend it's... looking at
1: okay so we're going into an era where social media runs a lot of our lives mm-hmm. okay as a as a whole population not yeah. as individuals but okay there are certain ones out there that are um cryptocurrency, social media sites, basically like your Twitter and everything else and it's mm-hmm. it's all privacy secure. So your your personal information cannot be censored, your personal information cannot be um taken and sold on the market or whatever, broken yeah. up into bits, okay? I'm going to throw some coins out there. People are more than welcome to look into this stuff. Um, These are abbreviations just like a ticker would be for a stock symbol. Okay. All right. So we're just looking at a couple altcoins, meaning different than the main one. Mm -hmm. All right. You have Cardano, which is an amazing, amazing technology. I don't want to get into too much, so I'm not going to explore these. We can do that a later day if you guys want to, but I'm going to throw these out there. Cardano, okay. Walton chain, which is WTC, Okay. Has to do with ties with food. Okay. Because on the blockchain, you said you know a little bit about blockchain technology. You know that they want to go ahead and mark everything so it can be tracked. Yeah. Right to the original source. Mm -hmm. Okay. Walton, Walmart. Yeah. One of the biggest corporations that there is. Walton Coin. Okay.
2: That, that honestly, the fact that you just said that, that made so much sense because they are one of the wealthiest families in the world. Yep.
1: Yep. So hang on, we're going to get down a little road here. I think you're going to like where I'm going with this. Okay. So, okay. I'm going to throw some of these out there. So Cardano is the abbreviation is ADA, like the city ADA. Okay. Okay. Pretty easy to remember. You have Mithril, which is M-I-T-H. That's a social media thing. Pretty powerful stuff right there. All right. You got Dent, just like it sounds, D-E-N-T. All right. You got Z-R-X, which is zero cash.
2: Hmm.
1: It's pretty cool. And there's an OX, which is zero cash. So there's a couple competitors out there. Do mm-hmm. your own research or, you know, find a trusted guy. Yeah. You know, that can kind of help guide you down the path that you need to go as far as what you want to do. Um, you got Qtum, Qtum. Uh, here's another social media one that's just been jumping off the charts. I've shown Justin some of my returns, 2,000% in a week. Wow. You remember seeing those? Yeah, I do. Those are legit. Yep. Um, ONG. That's a social media. So me. Social. Okay. S-O dot M-E-E dot social is how it's accompanied out as a coin. Yeah. All right. O-N-G is the abbreviation. You have A-I-O-N, huge as far as AI. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, you got to be careful with the AI thing because it can be taken a yin and a yang, a good and a bad. Yeah. We go down the wrong path with certain ones of these. You don't want to support something that's on the wrong side of right.
2: So, any... AI is something to look out for make sure that you know you're getting into kind of thing
1: Um, AI is not something to be afraid of technically it's certain aspects of it does it control does it limit Hmm. humans to do what they want to do if they want to do something so basically um, there's one XRP a lot of people in the crypto atmosphere fucking hate it Mm -hmm. for good reason it basically would be the absolute control of Turning on your finances and turning off your finances. Okay, so basically,
2: what you're worried about happening when—in uh, a countries...
1: sense, it's not. And I don't want people to look at this and be like, "Oh, that's not. That's not right." It's a sense of that. Like okay,
2: relative in the in it, the crypto yes, world. Yep,
1: you got it. You got it. So it's not like it's the one that's gonna, you know, it's the mark of the beast type of thing or anything yeah. like that. Just to throw that out there, but mm-hmm. no, it's it's. I mean, if you're in it to make the money, you're gonna make money in this stuff. There's no doubt about it. Okay, there's a stock to flow chart just like there is with yeah. regular stocks, and it's followed that to a T. So I, I do uh, urge people to look into that too, an STF uh, for Bitcoin. When it comes to the cryptocurrency, there is a way to keep it secure, okay? And it's it's used, like I said, we won't go too deep into it, but we can touch on that real quick. There's an aspect of you're in control of your own money. The, nobody knows how much you have. Right now, you don't know if I'm worth a million dollars or if I'm worth $10 in crypto. Yeah. Because you won't see my account. My mm-hmm. account is protected, cryptoed by a key phrase, Okay. Yep. which is a, a jumble of words that are only given to you. So you keep that safe. It's basically your key to your vault and you can keep that in your head. If somebody comes up to you and tries to rob you for your what is in your wallet, give them your fucking wallet. Yeah. Because crypto is way more valuable than cash, one. Mm-hmm. Two is, they ask you for your crypto, good luck trying to get it. Yeah right. This, they don't know your key. It's worthless to them. Mm-hmm. It's it's secure. It's it's locked away, and you have the only access to that. Now there is a downfall, and I don't want to scare people away from it because mm-hmm. you have to have your own responsibility for your own money too. Yeah, and it comes with the price of if you lose that information, chances are you're not going
2: to ever get those funds back. So, kind of that pretty <clears throat> much leads into the question that I just thought of: um, if someone were to forget their key and lose their funds, is there a way that that can be recirculated or is that lost forever? Tell them about India. Train. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Justin brings up a scary, scary topic for me, okay? But
2: it all worked itself out,
1: thankfully. So Justin knows- You were that, shit in your pants, yes, dude. <laughs> there is no lie there because, like I said, you don't know how much I'm worth uh-huh. and I won't tell anybody how much I'm worth. That's a secret. Yeah. Because I've done my research and I've, I've been in this atmosphere for a little while, well long enough to be okay. Mm-hmm. I'll just put it that way. But the way I live my life is I keep myself private. I'm mm-hmm. very private about things. That's why I go by a pseudonym name yeah. and you know, I don't run my mouth about too much unless if I'm really comfortable about somebody or I really want to get them intrigued about something.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Other than that, I keep my mouth shut for the most part. But you're on the tech side, so I use boots and straps okay. and, so- and socks, yeah. and then I'll use a VPN, mm-hmm. okay, so I can play around in different countries because exchanges are in different countries, just like you have a stock market exchange in different yeah, countries, absolutely. okay? But the crypto side, you got to be a little bit more careful because mm-hmm. everybody wants crypto as far as this atmosphere is concerned. Yeah. Speaking of that, there's only a limited amount of Bitcoin. There's yeah. only 21 million ever going to be made. It it's, is considered the rarest commodity on the planet. So why would you not own at least some? Let me just
0: put that out there. But going back to Justin. Say that one more time.
1: Okay. There's only 21 million Bitcoin that can ever be produced. Okay.
0: There's a finite amount of it.
1: Finite amount. That's correct. And it is the rarest asset and commodity on this planet of value of wealth. That being said, why would you not own some of it? Okay, so we're going to
0: have to wrap up with this. All right, all right. So tell tell the funny story.
1: Here it is. So we were playing baseball together, and I had um, a decent amount of crypto stored over on an India exchange, and I mean India by the country India, okay? I have a 616 area code on -hmm. my phone, but I have ways to finagle that. I went in to go log into my account on this exchange that's exclusive to India. You cannot be in this unless if you have a location in India as your IP, whatnot, mm-hmm. whatever. There's some valuable coins over there that you really want to be a part of that I did too. So I scooped up a bunch. Yeah. And everything was fine for a while. And i went to go log in and you get a one-time password sent to you. Okay. When you log in as a security factor, just like a Google two-factor authenticator. Yeah. Okay. Wasn't coming through. Oh. And I'm thinking to so, myself, okay, well, this must just be a, a glitch or something. So I log back in, try it again. Nope. No one-time password. So I email them. And they're like, well, we got to get your uh, phone number and this and that and the other. And I'm like, mm, I'm not going that route. That's for sure. Yeah. Because, you know, you give them the, the redirected number and it may or may not hit. Yeah. But so long story short. I'm telling Justin this and I'm like, dude, this is before the, I'll I'll, I'll give it away. It did get resolved. Yeah. But this was before this was resolved. I'm like, dude, I'm fucking hurting right now. Yeah. Uh He goes, what's going on? I'm like, man, I've got some, I've got some coins that are, could be missing. He goes, what's going on? I'm like, well, they're over in India. It's India exclusive. I have a 616 area code. I have an no other access to getting this one-time password except through my phone. Mm-hmm. Dummy me, I was longing in it with the wrong email address.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, so I guess back to my original question, yeah. if let's say, for example, that went the other way and you lost that currency, yeah, is there a way that- To recover it? That that's, well, not, not necessarily you, but is there a way that that is recirculated? No. No. So that-, that uh, it's locked. That limited amount of shares in Bitcoin, if someone loses their password, Reducted. the money is gone. Reducted. Interesting. So,
0: yeah, and that makes a good point, Joe, because there will be people that, you know, somebody will go out and buy Already has something. been. Apparently. Already has Oh, been. for sure. Somebody buys they, a bunch of Bitcoin, they go get hit by a bus, nobody nobody absolutely. knows how to get into their phone. So this and, is like not only inflation proof, but there is anti-inflation. anti-inflation
1: currency. It's exactly what
0: Bitcoin is. Interesting. You got Interesting. Cool. And I'll finish with this. It's I almost said the powers that be... Could potentially open open up the floodgates and and drop the price to add more to get more, but there are no powers at be, Correct. That's right. You it, are it you blockchain. are your own power, uh, and Joe. So will the be blockchain his own power. is like this a disinterested so, third yeah, party. Seriously, that,
2: look up blockchain because it's. Uh, I was, when we when we took a break, we were talking about this a little bit. Um, so there's there's a key that basically proves that the money is yours based on statistical probability so this key is um, unique in such a way that there is such a low probability that any ai or any processing power that that exists could crack that code and falsify it so that's that's how it keeps your your money safe
1: Take a, take a, take a look at this. So it'd be like for a layman, it'd be like drawing a line, a timeline and at at X point two years into the timeline, you purchase Bitcoin. Your keys are produced at that point in time. So you can verify five years into the timeline that your funds were purchased at that two year mark using your key passcode to your account. So your funds are showing and they'll always be there. And they'll always be linked to that passcode key, that mm-hmm. 12-word phrase or whatever they want to use. If you get into this atmosphere, which I suggest everybody does, for one reason or another, if it's for privacy, if it's for protection, if it's for wealth building, if it's for, who knows, purchasing power, whatever. You got to keep that passcode secure. Yeah. And you know what I tell people when I get them into this is write it down pen to paper. And not just once, not just twice, but a third time. You put one somewhere, you put one somewhere else, and you put the other one somewhere else. Yeah. So that if you forget or if... you know, if your so, house burns down. Yeah. I, I personally, I keep mine in a fireproof safe. Yeah. I do. And that's where one of them is, and it will always be there. Now, if I had to crack the safe because I couldn't get in with a digital code or whatever, so be it. But it's
2: always going to be safe at
1: that point. Yeah. So I, I just... I urge people to look into blockchain, like you were talking about. It's, yeah, it's a it's a unique I'll, technology. I'll
2: probably link uh, like a, a video for, for layman sure, kind for of sure. thing. And-
1: yep. And I suggest looking into Brave browser. Mm-hmm. Using that, explore what that is all about because I think that's going to turn the leaf on how we do uh, internet because there's an internet 3.0 coming out. Yeah. Um, and I also just suggest that you know what you do a little bit of your own research, and yeah. I'd love to do a follow up. Uh, I, I would
2: love to. I would love to get deep into blockchain and how that how that causes security yeah. inherently. And yeah, because I, I mean, be my
1: my aspect is you know the money thing is great, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. But the freedom aspect is is a beautiful thing.
0: All right. Well, unfortunately, I'm up against a time wall tonight. But we, uh, we yeah we we're, we'll have you back on and we'll get dive more deeply into this. And I will will be a lot less distracted. I'll by come, the come election, back with some so. research too. Yeah. Ditto. for this sure. this was kind of a yeah. Uh, I'll,
2: I'll put
1: together just real quick. So yeah, let me, let me sure. do some digging, and I'll put some notes together, and uh, yeah. we'll we'll play
0: off. Sounds good. Well, I want to thank all of you for tuning in. If you're still listening, you're one of the greatest humans on the face of the planet. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, uh, again, last last but not least, shout out to uh, uh, Hip Hop Audio for the the music that you're hearing right now, and uh, he is a great content creator that can be found at Hip Hop Audio on all social platforms. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Y'all have a good night.